Welcome to Alphabet Flight, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a very blue boy, Michael. Michael. Oh, hate that. Yep, Michael. <laughs> that came out, Mike. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. So uh, today we're talking about uh, a blue boy, Brar. Okay. Brar. Brar. That's the Rawr. Sasha Baron Cohen character, right? <laughs> no, no, okay. uh, no. But uh, it does. I'm going to spell this out: B Y R R A H. This is what a bear thinks a human name is. B Y R R A H. Yep. That's oh, like bra. Or bra. 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 So, um, so. Do keep in mind this is black and white, so he does have blue skin. It's kind of like a um, sad, sexy Martian Manhunter. I don't see it, but you know, it's whatever. It's the suspenders, um, the cross suspenders mostly, the cape. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want to see the picture of the people we are talking about, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. But his real name is <clears throat> Brar. I like how my cat meowed like right as soon as I did that. <laughs> Barar. Um, he's a member of Atlantean war t- uh, war- royalty, or royalty, and a warrior. Uh, his identity is known in Atlantis. He's a citizen of Atlantis with a criminal record and former of exile. Of course. Uh, his, he was uh, born in the Atlantean Antarctic settlement. Uh, his, he's presumed single. And uh, his known relatives is Thakor, mm-hmm. stepfather deceased, Finn, stepsister deceased, Namor, Namorita, cousins, Namora, and Dorma, cousins deceased. Um, he's a former ally of Atuma, Krang, not of, not, not of, well, Krang, not of the TMT fame, Dr. Lumiere Dorcas, and the Badoon. Dr. Lumiere Dorketh. Yeah. It's a geek version a of... Criminal, the, no, he's a criminal marine biologist. I mean, aren't they all? A commentary. Listen, listen to my Dr. Dorcas do episode don't if you want to know trap. more about Dr. Dorcas. Jesse's a cop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Actually, don't you dare call me a cop. I would rather do very horrible things than be a cop. Which so, I would also... Yep. I mean, if I was, yeah, yep. you know. Anyway, whatever. cool. Being a cop sucks. Don't listen um, to Jesse about the Dorcas episode. So he first appeared in The Submariner, issue number 35 in August 1954, Invasion. And uh, this one is also a pretty good cover. Take a look. So we have Ooh, yeah, I like Namor. That a lot. Namor with uh, a knife being attacked by an octopus and a bunch of Soviet subs menacing him. And he's just like, why I oughta. 
the, I, I wasn't not about what you were saying. The description talks about how uh, his battle to gain freedom is complicated by a homicidal zombie. It's a good cover. It's if you want to see it, go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Don't do it. What do you think of my counter marketing campaign for your podcast where I come on the podcast and tell people not to listen to it or to go to any of your social media websites? Prince Bar of Atlantis was the stepson of Atlantean Emperor Thakor and hence was a possible heir to Thakor's throne. However, the more likely heir was Barar's cousin, Namor, the Sumerner, who was Thakor's grandson. Because Namor was the son of the Atlantean princess Finn and the surface man Leonard Mackenzie. Leonard Mackenzie. So, uh, Barar regarded uh, Namor as a half-breed who was unworthy of the throne. When both the boys were growing up in the Atlantean city beneath the Antarctic Ocean, Barar pretended to be Namor's friend. But even when Barar was seeking a way to rid himself of Namor so that he himself would become the uh, would become the inheritor of Thakor's uh, Mm -hmm. throne, in fact, it was Barar who suggested to Thakor that Namor make his first journey to civilization on the surface. It was Barar's hope that Namor would never return. I think it's a lot of people's hopes. I'm not saying that for me personally. I just know that I mean, Namor's no, it's a lot. lot of people's hopes. Now, me personally, I hope that Namor would stay on the surface and be around me a lot. I don't care if he's being like an asshole. I mean, just show me, show is, me, show me those, show me those abs that make you the king of Atlantis. This is ninety percent of our conversations on OK Crusaders. So I feel like if anybody really needs to hear more thoughts about that. If you want to hear me opine more about Namor, I have a whole Namor. If episode. you want to hear both of those, say some truly buck wild, really, really buck wild stuff. Go check out OK Crusader. Both of the boys, as uh, and as adults. Uh, before the destruction of the Atlantean Antarctic city, Barar sought to best Namor, thus to prove himself Namor superior. But Namor thwarted his ambitious cousin on each occasion. Barar eventually changed his tactics, and he waited to gain a reputation among his fellow Atlanteans as a peace-loving, kindly nobleman. Even Namor, who now ruled Atlantis, no longer regarded Barar as a threat. And permitted him to supervise Atlantis's weapon weapons factories. Barar, however, intended to use these weapons for his own purposes. Finally, Barar made a speech before the Royal Council of Atlantis, in which he charged Namor was a warmonger who had plunged Atlantis into unnecessary conflicts with the barbarian Totu- Atuma. Not uh, Atuma. Uh, the renegade warlord Krang and the people of the surface world, and demanded that Namor resign. A reign come to an end. Now, being said, he's technically not lying. Like, most of the time, the only times that he didn't go to war with the surface world, especially in, like, the 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. was because someone reminded, hey, you know, if you uh do this, it'll mess up the ocean. It'd be like, you know, you're right. What a weird, like captive tyr- tyrannical child Namor is in a way 
I love it. It's so great. There was one. There was one uh, story where there are aliens who was there to steal Oliver's water, mm-hmm. and they went down. It was just like, hey, if you help us t- take Earth's water, it'll kill all the her surface people. And he's like, yeah, I'll help you. And then his human friend was just like, hey, if they take all of Earth's water, you'll die. All your people will die. Be like, oh, damn, that sucks. I'm going to I'm going to punch their ship until the water comes back out. (laughs) God, I mean, that's how I handle my bathtub. (laughs) Yes. Time to take a shower and start punching the nozzles until water comes out. Secretly, Brar had activated a mind control device that influenced all but those loyal to a Namor to sympathize with the ideas Brar was now proclaiming. As a result, there was widespread demand for... Sorry, this has this is newsprint with like real bad ink sure. on it. And I cannot read that word. Plebiscite? Plebiscite? Hmm. Pleba something? Whatever. A council to choose like who would be the you know, ruler. Mm-hmm. Um, Namor publicly accused Barath of Barar as wanting to turn Atlantis into a nation of cowards that would submit to the threats posed by Atuma and Krang. Mm-hmm. Barar challenged Namor to public combat. Namor accepted, but was defeated as a result by a chemical Barar secretly applied to Namor that weakened him. Okay, okay. Okay. Hey, hey, Mike. No, just don't. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. (laughs) My, my. How? 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 Like, it'd be different. It'd be like, hey, there's this chemical that I released in the water that weakens just humans. Or human people. Mm -hmm. But he applied it to Namor somehow. Just a jovial like, pat on the back, probably. Just a pat on the back and just rubbing. Just yeah. like... Mm, you know that yeah. Atlantean tradition of pre-mortal combat massages that they have to give each other? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Like, that's the only thing... That's the only way I can think of you getting it on the person. Yeah. Like, it would have to get into their bloodstream or yeah. skin somehow. And they live in the ocean. Yeah. It's a it's a famous Atlantean tradition that before you face someone in Mortal Kombat, you give each other massages. Okay. So yeah, he uh chosen by chosen as Atlantis's ruler by the council. Uh Barar had Namor arrested and exiled to Inferno Isle, which was inhabited by a savage monster. Barar welcomed, then welcomed Atuma and Krang to Atlantis and formed a partnership with them. Uh, but the Atlantean Lady Dorma discovered Barar's mind control device and put it into the influence of the populace. The Atlantean people are now be- were again loyal to Namor and rebelled against uh, Barar. Namor destroyed the monster in Inferno Island and returned to Atlantis, halting a machine with which Atuma and Krang attempted to destroy the city. Namor uh, regained the throne and condemned Brar to exile. Uh, he then 
So Brar conspired with Krang and with the criminal marine biologist, Dr. Lumiere or Lumiel Dorcas to have to have them set off a sea quake which shook Atlantis. Brar then returned to Atlantis, asserted that the quake was caused by a nuclear device used by surface men and demanded that it was made by made rule of Atlantis so he could force the surface world to leave them alone. Hey, hey, that's Namor's job. He's the one who says, hey, air breathers, stop it. So then Namor captured Krang and Dorcas and Brar. His plot exposed. He went to exile once more. Then he formed an alliance with uh, Lyra, the empress of the water-breathing Lumerians, whereby they would defeat Namor, conquer Atlantis, and marry. Brar allied himself with the alien Badoon who seek to make use of the ancient oil reserves lying near Atlantis. The, the, the Atlantean Antarctic city and conquer the earth. Why? Why, <sighs> why, why are space aliens doing Iraq? An Iraq war? Why are space aliens doing Iraq? Why, why are they doing an Iraq war? Why, why are they, why are they like uh, George W. Bush via 2000, uh, 2001? Ooh, some sick political commentary. Very but topical. Why, if you, no, but I don't, I'm, I'm asking because they, they obviously have. I mean, the, the thought that you're not, that you're not clicking is that maybe George Bush is an alien. So Barar kept Namorita, the daughter of his cousin Namora, with him in the Antarctic. Namor defeated Barar in battle, whereupon the Badoon soldiers were sent to kill them both. After he himself was shot by the Badoon, Barar had gigantic crabs under his command <laughs> slay the Badoon soldiers. <laughs> hey, 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 Barar. Why did you just use the giant crabs? <laughs> I just like that the way that sentence he read that was like he had after he was shot by them he had giant crabs. It's just like hey, why don't we just uh, Let's get a special shampoo? You can get that taken care of. Wait, sorry. Uh, yeah, Namor destroyed the oil supplies to keep the Badoon from using them underwater. Aren't you making? I just don't. I don't understand the logic in any of this. What was that passage for me again? <laughs> So, Namor destroyed the oil reserve so the Badoon couldn't have it. But they're underwater. So he, he pushed the oil back into the Earth. That's not, how it, that's not how it works. Yeah, that's how it works in Atlantis. They have many magics and technologies that are beyond the kin of mortal man. Well, Atlantean sorcerers did create vampires. See? Using but oil. That being, no, no, they used dark magic. Yeah, they also used the called oil. No, they use a dark hold, which is a book yeah. written by an ancient <laughs> in Atlantean. Oil. It's written in oil by ancient Atlanteans. <laughs> uh, no, it's not, but whatever. Okay, so Namorita persuaded Namor to, like, you know, leave the wounded Barar to go free. Recently, Barar went to the Avengers Mansion where Namor was staying to tell him about Atuma's takeover Atlantis. Barar claimed that he objected to Atuma's role even, even more than Namor, since Atuma was barbarian, and that Brar offered his services to Namor, 
attempting to overthrow Tuma. Uh, Namor, however, did not end Tuma's rule, but for a brief time governed Galuvia, a short-lived colony of Atlanteans who oppose Atuma, and Brar's current whereabouts and activities are unknown. He's six foot, weighs 280, blue eyes, blonde hair. He can lift about five tons in air. I mean, I can lift five tons of air. Well, no, in the air. Oh. Underwater. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he is both underwater and above water. Oh, he goes both ways. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a switch. He has the whole he has the whole Atlantean thing, so he can't really breathe in the, he can't really breathe in air too much. Well, that's he, a good he thing he can s- lift uh, five tons of it. Well, uh, see, the Atlanteans have potions that allow them to breathe in air for a few hours. Huh. Yeah, I guess you could also make like one of those little Abe Sapien like uh-huh. neck collar things with circulating water. Guess you could. That's cool. I mean, I always thought that was cool. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. He can also see greens really well and real good at being not cold. And uh, and like um, he can swim through water at the maximum speed about thirty five miles per hour for several hours without try uh, without tiring. Hmm. He's also like real good at unarmed combat practice in Atlantis. So. He can last about five minutes on the surface without having an apparatus gotcha. to allow him to breathe. Gotcha. Also, there's a picture of him using a uh, a sawfish to beat up someone. He's Atlantis. I just Atlantis person. The thing I love about Atlanteans or characters in any genre. Or it's underwater, and they use fish as weapons. Would be like if I was in a fight and I just picked up a dog and started hitting somebody with it. Like, see, the thing is, I I thought you were going to uh, pull a thing that we do on creepy critters. It'd be like picking up a toddler and using it to beat up other toddlers. Yeah, or like if I just snatched a bird out of thin air and started using its beak as a knife. I mean, I mean, use what you have. Yeah, like. I just, I always, that's the thing that in underwater stories, it's always like, I've grabbed a uh, swordfish and I used it as a sword and I grabbed a manta ray and used it as a shield, whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it's like, yeah, but the, like the surface world, if we tried that. <laughs> I like the idea of like being like, yeah, I picked up, I picked up this. I don't, I can't even think of what the equivalent of manta ray would be. Yeah. There's, I mean. I guess fish are just shaped really weirdly. Yeah, I know. It's just it's interesting to me that that's like this normal thing in that environment. But if you think about it in our world, it'd be like it's like pick up a dog and you start throwing it at somebody you're in a fight with. Like, <laughs> uh, well, what do you have to plug? Uh, so I have a couple podcasts. The first one is called Equalizers. Uh, I do that with my friend Madison Jones. We take movies that. Never got a sequel or a prequel, either because they're very good and they don't need one, or they're very bad and they don't deserve one, and we come up with sequels for them. Uh, As you're hearing this, likely our most recent episode is still probably The Kid Who Would Be King uh, sequel. It might be Pleasantville 2, Cole, and this time it's Friends. Um, I'm just not sure what what we have out at the moment. Um, You can find that everywhere online by searching The Equalizers, and we spell it E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. 
Uh, my other podcast is A Study in Granada, where myself and friend Jackson F1 watched the 1980s Granada television series, um, The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, starring Jeremy Brett, and at this point, Edward Hardwick as Dr. Watson. Um, we are probably getting close to releasing the Musgrave Ritual at this point, if we haven't already. Uh, the following episode, The Man with the Twisted Lip, does have Jesse on to talk about sponges. Oh, yeah, and how you could very sensually wring out a sponge. How to and very sensually wash a prisoner's face. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's like, you know, I don't know what it is. There's those, uh, those knuckles, you know? Yeah. yeah, you know? Well, that being said, if you want to hear me talk about things uh, at another format, uh, also maybe related to, by the time this comes out, Riverdale? <laughs> just because we're talking about river i don't even know how far behind we are in that uh but but yeah uh, into riverdale which i you could find the podcast feed on a, a apocalypse.com <laughs> it's apocalypse as in apocalypse with the d a pod before the calypse. yeah a pod calypse yeah um because i'm gonna be honest i think it's still labeled into the radlands because of stuff but we're talking about me and Daniel are talking about Riverdale, which I thought, hey, for season one was weird. <laughs> oh, oh my sweet God. summer child! Oh my God, I don't know how to, I don't know how to parse the last episode I watched. I mean, there was this weird homoerotic, like almost ISIS style, just like <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna beat people up if you don't stop making me feel sad. <laughs> with like a bunch of like shirtless like high schoolers and like a red hoods <laughs> oh like here's the thing jesse that's just archie's first vigilante uh organization that he forms i just i just don't i don't <laughs> understand i can't it was very homoerotic too it mm -hmm. almost like, like but whatever like watch it if you want to hear me get like real confused about a lot of things also i was told that apparently they become federal agents at some point and i don't know how they're supposed to be in high school <laughs> okay whatever do you have anything else to plug jesse <laughs> no yeah well if you look in the description there'll be a link to a patreon and also the uh social medias which will Gotta be at that. alphabet flight on twitter and instagram gonna get the delicious this, bonus content nope there's no bonus i've released enough already yeah it's no i thought the bonus contents uh you release the all the episode files where i say the bad words that you have to cut because it's pg-13 yep yep it's just it's you just you uh say base mostly just saying this it's the c word all over and over again it's really I weird just, it is a five-minute cut of me just repeating the C word. That's right. Uh, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchie protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm -hmm.